Yes. Every day, please. But especially today. You know, <laughs> I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I saw a TikTok earlier. And I kind of want to play it because I feel like it goes perfect with like what we're going to be talking about today. I have a feeling it's our humbling friend. A hundred. If you guys, I think, what's his name? Jose. Caballero. Caballero. El Señor Caballero. On TikTok and on Instagram, he is the most humbling man in the world. Like every time (laughs) me and Diana always send each other his TikToks because he just brings me back to ground. When I tell you that I look at that TikTok and I'm just like, I'm not shit. Yeah. It's legit. I'm not shit. And he literally touches on like every topic you could think of and he'll humble you. The fuck out of you. So let's play a little clip. I'm curious. Let's try. Oh, wait. Being a hoe is supposed to be fun. So if you end up crying and getting played by every single person that you talk to, maybe it's time that you give up on that life. Like, you need to realize that that, that's not for everyone. So, I don't know. Like, it's not even fun for you. Like, why are you still doing it? You're just trying to. ¿Qué pasó? Oh. It ended. Being a hoe is supposed to be fun. So if Wait, you end up crying and getting played by every single person that you talk to, maybe it's time that you give up on that life. Like, you need to realize that, that that's not for everyone. So, I don't know. Like, it's not even fun for you. Like, why are you still doing it? You're just trying to fit in. Being a hoe is supposed to be fun. So You know what's the sad part? Is that when he says his videos, he starts laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> he laughs at and you. And it's always like, he's like, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, Sit down, bitch. Like, you know. I feel like he's literally talking to me personally. Like the way he's yeah. so close on the on the uh, TikTok. Yep. I feel like I'm on Facetime with this guy, and he's telling me like, "You need to give that shit up. Like, what are you doing?" And that basically sums up his videos. Like, what are you actually fucking doing? I've never seen him. You have to because I'm <clears> telling you, whenever I'm you feel like you want to hide his videos, so he could like pop up on your algorithm. But would I relate to it? Yes, the there thing. are certain things that you'll relate yeah. to. But like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm not shit. Okay. Or he'll be like, um, <clears throat> like he'll be like, oh, why are you explaining yourself to people? Like they don't give a shit. Like he literally okay. talks about he really everything. Does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you guys don't know who he is, definitely check him out because he is a uh, he brings us back to ground. 100%. But speaking of, let's talk about today things in life that have humbled us because at our young age, um, I feel like there's so many things in life that we not take for granted, but just don't realize kind of where we came from versus like where we are now and it's because of these things so let's start with career and finances you guys have seen those posts right where it'll say like oh if you die today like they'll replace you by the next week or whatever the case is and I feel like a lot of times with me I get into this headspace where I think I'm like irreplaceable I was like is that the word irreplaceable at a job and I've always been like that until I got really fucking humbled what year was that like 20 2017 yeah, that was it was. A, yeah, it was right out of college, basically. <clears throat> and I got fired from a job. You know, perfect little me with mm-hmm. careers. Who would have ever thought? <clears throat> like, that's something I literally don't talk about. So the fact that I just aired that out, my parents don't even know that. Um, the fact that I just aired that out is crazy. But <clears throat> it's one of those things where I thought they could never fire me. Like, I could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I walked in one morning and he was like, we got to let you go. So I feel like a lot of times people dedicate so much emotion and mental health and so much to their jobs, like consume themselves with their jobs. And next thing you know, you could just be replaced. Yeah. And that being fired definitely humbled me like in the career space. For sure. I feel like with that job in particular, you already like one foot out. 
like you were already planning your next move. Because it wasn't like part of my career. Yeah, but um, even so, even with you one foot out, you still kind of thought I'm invincible and whatnot. But it's those moments, man, mm-hmm. that teach us. Um, and another thing too <clears throat> that kind of relates to that because I was not living at my parents' house. I mean, I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. I've been out of my parents' house since I was 18, 19, went to college, left college, and never went back home, basically. And for, like, a few months I did. But I think that's the biggest thing in life that has humbled me because it's literally you against you. Mm. And you got you. Like, you have to figure everything out. (laughs) And, I mean, how many years is that? Like, I just figured it out. Mm. And I look back now, and I'm like, Julie, how the fuck did you do it? And it was by being humbled that, like, all right, you need to not spend. You need to save here. You need to do this. Like, I'm sure we've all been in situations where it's like, fuck, like, I'm broke. Like, living paycheck to paycheck? <clears throat> yes, girl. Literally. Yes. That so, that shit is fucking crazy, sure. bro. And for some, like, I feel like for a lot of people, they're still living paycheck to paycheck, even at the age that we're at. But I guess it depends on everyone's circumstances. Not even that. Jersey's expensive as fuck. That's why we got to go. <clears throat> but financial planning, it's also a thing. And being responsible with your finances and knowing what to spend when. That's also I just want it all because I feel like I deserve it. That's my I'm like, you know what? I deserve this bag. I deserve this makeup. I deserve. And next thing you know, my bank account's like, no, bitch. No, bitch, you don't. You don't, Yeah, bitch. I said I was going to do no retail July. Ask me how that's going. It's just been July. It, today's the first <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, technically, technically, it wasn't technically, in July. Right. Yesterday, <laughs> I bought myself some makeup. So technically, technically okay, that was I can start June. today. Yes. But today's Saturday and I might get toxic later. So, <clears throat> but anyways, on the topic of career and school, let's talk about student loans. Did you guys hear... Um, well, I forgave my loans already because I'm not paying them. <laughs> I haven't we that all. is above me now. I'm not doing it. They could figure it out. It's between God and the Supreme Court. <laughs> Supreme Court? The Supreme, yeah, Supreme Court. Court. Ah, I got it right. As yes. you should. I'm not a politics gal. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. And I was like, you know what? Sally Mae. Oh, I paid off Sally Mae. No, girl. Me falta Sally Mae and me falta, me falta Nelnet. I have Nelnet. I have all Nelnet. And yesterday. They all the- coming for you. <laughs> Dude, I began, you know what's crazy is that like I just started getting emails now from Sally Mae and Nelna after a, like a year of MIA. No, two, three years. COVID, yeah, it's been years. Three, yeah, I think like three years, right? Yeah. Nothing, and I'm like, ahora sí, verdad? Ahora sí, verdad? Mm-hmm. Ahora quieres conectar? Cuando te conviene. Cuando te conviene, hijo de puta, verdad? <laughs> Maldita sea. No, yesterday, um, or the day before yesterday, I was having a conversation with, I think it was with my dad or whatever. And the topic of student loans came up and just for shits and giggles, and mind you, this was before I found out that it didn't pass with the Supreme Court. And I told my dad, like, oh, this is um, like this is how much I owe and whatnot. Like we were just having an open conversation. And then I'm like, but in real in reality, it's not going to be that much. It's going to be way less because Papa Biden's about to come through. Papa Biden. Yeah, he's about to come through and he's about to help me. And then yesterday came along. That was the most humbling experience. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, I don't got to pay this shit. Like, I'm exactly. good. Yeah. No, that's what I'm still... saying. Mentally, I forgave it already. No, I was still going to pay a lot. But now I'm going to have to pay a lot more unless everything kind of rolls through with his next plan. It's it's giving it's going to fail. No, it's not. We need to speak light into this. If not for you, then for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because if they put this into place, I'm only going to owe like 2K. Yeah, no, I'm still going to owe a lot of fucking money. But I'm you look at me owe. like that, but you know why? Because in college, I had four jobs all at once while still being active, and I paid my student loans while I was in school. Hence why now I'm like not in a shithole. That's mm-hmm. why. So the side eye that you just gave me, that's why. So I still went through it. I'm just mm-hmm. not going through it now. I'm never going through it. Because you, you forgave it. Girl, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish I, I would I know what had... we're talking about. What loans? Oh. <laughs> I wish I would have had... Uh, no, no, no. And it's funny that you mentioned that. Like, what loans? Yesterday I was, like, literally thinking, like, yo, what if I just move out of the country? Like, are they still going to come for me? <laughs> like, if I just stop paying? Like, is yes. it? Um, It's going to be called collections. But so what? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm out of the country... Your credit... My credit your... isn't going to matter in another country, I think. How not? If that's tied into your... So- you know what? We're going but on But social tangent. security in another country, it's... Does that exist? It's still you. In the U.S. Your social security <laughs> number, it's not a global Bitch, thing. I don't have enough brain cells. I, first of all, this is so off topic. Second of all, <laughs> um, we're going to post this because we actually need answers. Does your sec- no, security... No, it's through the United States. I don't so think... So wait, so... <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean that once you step out of the United States you're not Ileana anymore you're not Ileana and you, you don't have a social security number and you don't exist you still have a social security but the collections and all that stuff it's not a global thing if you go to South America they're not gonna ask you like oh what's your social security number if you're gonna go apply for a job out okay, there okay check this out real quick this is the last thing I'm gonna say before we move on <laughs> if you go to buy a house in like DR mm-hmm your social security is irrelevant. So your debt won't matter if you go to buy a house in DR. Technically, that is what I am under the impression of. Your debt over here is your debt over here. Yo me voy entonces because... They can't, like, put a lien on you and, like, I don't think it'll matter if you're out of the country. If you're planning a new life out of the country, your problems here, your problems here. Over there, they have different rules, regulations, and laws in place... It's not universal. Yo, this is crazy because normally I know everything. But then again, I'm not shit. So, I mean, I might be completely wrong, but I think I'm right. You just sold it. I think I'm right. I'm like 90% sure I'm right. Can somebody ask Siri? (sighs) Anyway, moving on. It's fine. Let's talk about moments in our health that have humbled us. Mental health, physical health. Is emotional health a thing? I feel like it is. Mental? Yeah, I I guess it ties in. Yes. Um... I think the most humbling moments for me, health-wise, was 2018. Damn, a lot of things happened around those years. Luckily, we're better now. Mm -hmm. But in 2018, I was literally, like, in and out of ERs and just, like, not my healthiest. And I think that was—it's one of those things where people just keep going, right? Like, they prolong going to medical visits. They just go years without it. I feel fine. I look fine. This, that, and the third. You don't know what's actually going on inside of you. And it's all going to hit you at once one day. Not saying everyone's going to get sick, but you know what I mean? Like, as we get older, you just there's things that you should be doing proactively so that you don't feel like shit, yeah. basically. Okay. And I feel like for me, my 20s, I wow, my 20s. Dear God, what am I Bitch, saying? Bitch, you're still 20. It, it's going in a few <laughs> you're weeks. You're 20? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my early 20s were probably the most humbling for me when it comes to health. And... Mm-hmm. Even just now, like, here and there, I'm still, like, working on that. But I think 
actively and proactively working on it and just like staying active and things like that. Like I'm doing the best that I can because I was humbled so hard back then with being in the ER in and out and just yeah. like bills and all that. And those medical bills. You forgave those I too? forgave those too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about like mental health? Do you guys think there was any humbling moment um, with mental health with you guys? I think so. For, I Diana's guess, like, it's Diana. still happening. <laughs> no, I think Four so. Four years but... strong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when mine started, but mine, I would say it's kind of like a, a, a snowball effect. Like, it started off small, and then over the years, it's kind of just grown bigger. But even so, I feel like I do a good job, like, masking it. But um, I think it was very taboo for me in the beginning, like whatever, when people would like speak about like anxiety or like mental health issues or, or whatever the case may be. Um, I thought the solution was a lot easier than what it actually was. Like, oh, just relax, just breathe through it. Oh, my God. Yes, like, I remember that. Just, oh. Yeah, just, you know, drink some water, like <laughs> just <laughs> like really just try to think positive. And even though I'm a super positive person, I like to will things into 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 life. Um, that's not the solution. It's so hard. Like once you're in it, it's not as easy as drinking a cup of water. It's not as easy as thinking happy thoughts. And and I don't know. I feel like with mental health, like you have happy moments, but then as quick as you are to have those happy moments, it could come like crashing down and and. It's just, it's a whirlwind. So, and it's very ironic because me and me and Diana always say funny things like, "Oh, if like your ankle hurts or your arm hurts, Diana be like, drink some water all the time, bro." You yeah. give the the weirdest solutions I'm to like sorry. the biggest. No, it's not. It's just funny that you do that because it's like you try to help, but it's like, how do I help? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like when yeah. somebody's having like a, an emotional like. If somebody's crying, you take a broom and you just <laughs> pat them. <laughs> it's just on the back. I think a lot of us experience that it can't happen to me mentality. And oh. that is the realest shit I will ever say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, okay, so I'm 29 now and I believe, like I've always had anxiety and like some sorts of depression. Like Why are growing you laughing? Up. That's not this, funny. This is what I'm talking about, no, you see? I'm thinking, I just thought back to what you said before. <laughs> But I'm not gonna the say rag it now. Doll? No, oh. I'm not gonna say it now because then it'll have to be edited. Because whatever. Just say it afterwards. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. So obviously, growing up, I always had a lot of like anxiety. Not a lot, actually. I I thought in that moment I had a lot. Um. And I just kind of learned how to like navigate through it, or I kind of just like drunk my way through my anxiety because I had like very very heavy drinking problems before. Um. And I think that's how I coped with everything. Until I was, I remember, oh my God, I remember this vividly. I remember I was 25 years old and I was living with Laura at the time. And I remember I was watching a show and the last episode, this person was literally like in a box or like in a place of just like nothing. Like literally just like sitting there and like with nothing like around you. Like, like your punishment was just to sit there with nothing around you. And I remember when I saw that episode, I was just like, that's exactly how I feel. Oh, shit. I feel like I'm in a box of, like, nothing. Like, I felt so, like, it was like a realization. I was like, what the fuck? And then since that moment, everything just came, like, just came, just crashing, like, crashing down. I just remember I was like, crying all the time. And I was telling Laura, I was like, I just feel so weird. Like, I feel lonely. I feel anxious. I feel like, 
I feel like nothing. Like it just felt so weird. I've never really f- had like that realization until that day. And I was 25 years old. I'm 29 now. And since then, it has progressed like significantly. And you guys obviously have seen yeah. it. You guys, obviously, I, I talked to you guys a lot about it. And it just came to a point where I was just like, you know, I never thought in my 29 years of life that I would feel this. Uh, isolated. That and pain. Mm-hmm. Pain. Like not physical pain, emotional pain, mm-hmm. mental pain. I never thought I would ever go through something like this where I have to see doctors all the time, see psychiatrists, see therapists, go to an like go to an IOP, which is an intensive outpatient program. Like, you know, relying on my friends, relying on my family. You know, every single time something happens to me, I freak out and I think I have cancer. I think I have a tumor. I think I'm gonna die. Like all these things. I've never really thought I would it would be that heavy to the point where like I literally thought that my entire world was coming like just down until you know like now if someone if I were to talk to like 18 year old me be like bitch you went for a ride sit your ass down this is nothing right so yeah that's my story yeah like it's crazy to think back and it's literally that mentality like it can't happen to me like I I could you know when I was in high school or just like really early 20s I was Super healthy. I mean, I wasn't the skinniest person, but I didn't have all these like issues, I guess you could say that I have now that I actively take care of. But I'm like, there's no way that when I'm 25, I'm going to feel this or this and that. Or I'll see people who are older than me already feeling the things that I thought could never happen to me. And then here I am at 29 and mental health is a big thing. Emotional pain is a big thing. Being stressed out from work, like Stress? What is that? Even now I tell you guys, I'm like, I don't think I have anxiety. I'm 29. Who's to say in five years I'm not going to be like super anxious all the time? You know me. what I mean? So like, <laughs> you're not going to be me? <laughs> it's like, it's the, uh, it can't not. happen to me mentality. And I feel like that's something people don't say out loud too often. Yeah. So it's definitely crazy. But um, let's talk about kind of a lighter topic and just social life and relationships. <laughs> a relationship will humble you, sis. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> Take it from me. It will humble the fuck out of you. You gonna push the camera? Sorry, I got a little excited there. Whoo, child. Right. Why will a relationship humble you, Diana? Since you want to just throw that out there, <laughs> because when you a girlfriend, I'm sorry, when you're a wife on a girlfriend's salary, that man you- still's gonna fucking play you. Yo, you sound like Jose Caballero. Oh, shit. <laughs> My bestie. <laughs> My bestie. <laughs> Just, like, choked. Um, it's one... I feel like you should make a TikTok that says, why are you doing wife things? Wait, what is it? Why are you doing wife things? Things on, on a, a girlfriend's salary. salary. Damn, y'all. <laughs> Girl. I think you should... I have literally Like a response that. video or something. Yeah, like do it. I, I I remember I was talking to my cousin about this and she was just like she like we were just bringing up things and I'm just like dude like I'm fucking doing all this shit which I don't regret I don't regret that's one thing I don't regret but I'm doing all this shit on a fucking girlfriend salary yeah ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, would- I don't regret it but still like when you put things into perspective you're just like what like what the fuck. <laughs> Um, that's why the other day I saw a TikTok that this girl said from now on I'm doing the bare minimum oh yes that's it the absolute bare minimum but we sound so traumatized it's so shitty I never want to get to the place where where I make the decision to do the bare minimum Oh, like, girls, gonna happen. No, that's that it can't happen to me life. mentality. No, I said I never want to. Not that it can never or it will never. No, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't wish that upon anyone, but it definitely 
I don't know. Relationships just make you see another side of you that you just thought you never had, I yeah. guess you could say. I feel like I've experienced a lot in, in these 29 years. I don't want that to be another one. <laughs> Wait, guys, we're all the same age. Yeah. For like a month, we're all the same age. <laughs> that oh doesn't make bro. sense. For a month. Wait. Okay, I, I can't. No, 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 no. We're not going to dig into this. We're not. Gonna, we're going to move on and we're going to come back to that afterwards. We're not. No, because my brain is going to go. And Julia's going to be like. Ah! And you're going to be like. Yo, what's with the sound effects today? What were you going to say? I forgot, bitch. <laughs> I just had a realization. But um, you know what was also very humbling for me? <clears throat> Being called Shaq in high school. <laughs> let's No, let's talk about appearances. Because back then, I mean, I was never like this because I've always been pretty thick, I guess you could say, my whole thick. life. <laughs> but those girls or even men that thought they were huge back then... And they were literally toothpicks. And look at them now. I mean, I'm not calling nobody fat, but <laughs> they, we really thought we were like not hot shit back then. Girl. I was called Shaq. <laughs> I'm still the tallest one out of my friends most of the time. <laughs> I'm a shut up. You are. I'm a shut up. <laughs> I, I am walking and human proof that. I need a six foot man because if not, a six foot you going that low, girl. <laughs> Winnie tree, tree, tree. What's happening here? Oh my god! I think <laughs> everybody. You're like. <laughs> I think everybody, our audience, you guys can relate to the body that you had in high school to the body that you have now. Because I remember when I was in high school, I thought I was a fat bitch. I thought it was huge. I was like, damn, you I fucking look like a grenade. A whole- <laughs> <laughs> grenade, bro. Cause you know, Jersey Shore was popping back then. I was yeah. like, damn, I fucking look like them. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And now that I look at pictures back when I was in high school to now, I'm just like, I fucking was hot shit back then. I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, I still look great, but oh my God. And it humbled the fuck out of me because I was just like, dude, like I thought I was huge. I thought I had like no hips. I thought I had like nothing. I like I did not look like you how you were other a people. Fridge. <laughs> A fridge. <laughs> yes. Look at face. A you look fridge. so disgusted. That that you had these thoughts about yourself. That you you called yourself a grenade. <laughs> what well, does that look like? Like I like now. Well, no, I don't look like. I don't. Girl, yeah, I, I've look looked like, like this since I was like eleven. I had hips, titties, ass, all that in high school. Yes. Diablo, I don't mommy. think I liked anything about high school, <laughs> let alone how I looked. <laughs> Why? Little, no, I don't know. I think just like I was very insecure. High Eliana school. had an emo face. I did. Um, I forgot. What was it that somebody called me the other day? I recently reconnected with somebody and they said, uh, oh, my God, bad ro- uh, some rock band. Chemical romance? Chem- my chemical romance. You know how they used to paste the bangs on the... Like, Not I- taking the bangs from here and putting yeah. them over here. I just had so many weird phases trying to find myself. And I, it didn't work. Um, so... my <laughs> 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 chemical romance They said now. my chemical romance. There's pictures out there, I'm sure. Yeah, but you guys will never find those pictures. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I was just very insecure in high school. And even like... Most of college, like, I just, yeah, the ick. I feel like... You gave yourself the ick? I do. Wow. I did. I did. Yeah, I feel like now that we're older, 
it's just like I think we've come to appreciate yes. how we look. I know when I was younger, probably like 15, 16, I'm like, I'm never going to get wrinkles. Like my face is not going to change. I just discovered a new beauty mark on my face this morning. I discovered You know what beauty marks mean? You just you're just aging. I don't know about you. I like my beauty marks. That means you're aging. I am, but I still look <laughs> 19, so I mean, keep them coming. No, sis, you're you're giving solid 25 now. I know, but it's I the makeup. <laughs> but let's go back to relationships real quick. And I've talked about this before, and one of the things that definitely humbled me coming out of a relationship was somebody telling me about myself. Um, funny enough, today's actually his birthday. Um, Happy birthday. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, him basically telling me about myself and telling me that I need to stop being a bitch, for lack of a better word, and just telling me how my way of speaking to people and just what I say, how I make them feel and everything really brought me to, if you guys remember from last season, I was all about soft girl era, and I feel like I'm still actively working on that um you know there's times where I feel like I come out of character in a sense if someone like triggers me but for the most part I feel like I'm fully healed in that sense so I think that was really humbling for me and I feel like whenever I do get into another relationship I'll know how to kind of manage those emotions and feelings and understand that I'm talking to a human not an animal so yeah yeah, I agree. I'm glad that you came to this realization. And be able to talk about it out loud because... I know, you would never admit your fault. Yeah, I apologize now. Yeah. And I say sorry. I'm, I'm pro- But do you mean it? Yes. Okay. Because I genuinely reflect on how I just made that person feel. And it happens pretty quick because I'm proud someone else called me out on something I said. And I, sometimes I just need to not say things, so... I'm very proud of uh, where I'm headed as far as that. I'm proud of you. Um, Same. Diana, let's talk about you real quick. Why me? Because you think you're perfect. I know I'm perfect. You're not. But I am. This is a Virgo thing, so let's speak to all Virgos, not just Diana. Because Virgos think... Yeah, that's true, actually. Virgos yeah. just think they're perfect. Like, no, they're better we don't than think everyone. we know. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's not. That we, we know. We know. Trust me. We know. Let's have a moment of silence for Diana's uh, perfection. I'm so serious. It is just like a common like trait within all of us. Like I remember one time, not a boyfriend, but like this guy I was talking to like a while ago. He told me, you have to stop thinking that you're perfect. And I was just like, you have to stop thinking that I'm going to continue talking to talking to you after this. <laughs> and I just stopped talking to him. So if someone tells you that you're not perfect... Yeah, I only had one person tell me that. I'm well, telling you, if, I, if you put my exes, you I think initially. Well, if you put my exes all into one room and then they tell you, like, if you mentioned Diana and Perfect, they will all agree, I promise you. You should have said this last episode because we asked you. Oh, uh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's how I perfect think, I am. I think before when you would mention, like, oh, you and, and being perfect and everything. I think I, I would take it lightly. I didn't think you were that serious, but you are very serious. You are perfect. Yes. Okay. Okay, Virgo. Why do you why do you think what is your why definition do you think, of perfect? All right. Why do you guys think that I don't have that when you guys say, "Oh yeah, this is my good side." All my sides are great. <laughs> I don't have a That's good right. side because all my sides so are great. So you're perfect in and out. 100%. Okay. A hundred percent. I mean, to each his own. If you have your own definition of perfect, that's great. Yes. No, we can literally like Google no. dictionary, all that We're shit. We're not going on Webster's dictionary. <laughs> I promise you, I am top tier there. I promise you I am. Dana, you're so toxic for that. Let's move on. Para ser perfecta, tengo que ser tóxica? 
No. You're perfect. Yo sé. Gracias. Perfect, perfect in our eyes. <laughs> Let's talk about the most humbling thing ever. Time. Oh, shit. That is the one that will humble the fuck out of you more than any relationship, more than any job, more than your finances. It's <laughs> time and finances go by. No, more than finances, time. No, I, I agree. Time yeah, is especially so like time. I'm telling you, time is tip for tat. Like that shit will fucking time was for nobody. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part. Absolutely fucking nobody. Yeah. And and if you don't get your shit together by the time time is there, bye. Yeah, you literally can't go back and bye. Time runs bye. Out. And I feel like we feel that most when we lose somebody. Because obviously mm-hmm. everybody needs somebody. And whether it's, I mean, you could lose yourself too. Like whether you've spent mm-hmm. months, you know, in a very dark place, whatever the case is. Agreed. Like you okay. get into this mentality like, damn, I wish I would have done this or whatever the case is. You literally don't have time. Like live. I always talk about like live in the present, be present with people, because when they're not there anymore, you're gonna just think like, damn, I should have, mm-hmm. and that's that's the worst. So I think time is like the most humbling thing ever. I second that. I don't know who I told. It was recent though. I said that you know when I am eighty years old in a nursing home or wherever the fuck I am, I don't want to think back to you know what. That I should have done that. You told me this when I was at your house the other day. Okay, or I should have said that. Mm -hmm. Like, I I, I don't want to live with that. I I don't. I want to, you know, when I'm 80 or 90 years old and people who are younger than me, they're like, oh, my God, like, I went here. I did this. I said to this person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know what? I did that, too. I don't have to live with that. Wow, I should have done it. Yeah. I should have done it. Whether the consequences are good or bad or whatever, like, lo que sea. You know, I did it and it made me happy in that moment or it's what I wanted to do in that moment. And I did it. I can cross it off my life bucket list mm-hmm. because obviously I, I feel like life gives you a bucket list. Mm-hmm. I can cross it off and then that's it. Like, you know, when when it's time for you to go, you're at peace knowing the fact that you mm-hmm. did and you said everything that you wanted to say. And you never held back. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. That's the rule of fucking life. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm telling you, like, that's I, I feel like I'm getting so much into that mentality now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I'm thinking about the future, obviously, while still being present. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to go with it. Whatever the case it is, whatever is going to make me happy and not have me uneasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think for me now, it's defending my time. Because mm. I've spent so many years giving my time to others. Yeah. Like it's just, an exchange. Yeah. Giving my time to others and just all of that. And I'm like, yo, people wouldn't do that so quickly for me. So you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to defend my time now and I'm going to say no to things. And I just feel like we don't get time back. So honestly, like we Diana don't. said, just do do as you please. Obviously, safely. Yeah. But, you know. I'm so proud of you. Um. And just, like, talking about other people, I know, Eliana, you had a situation recently where it just kind of, I guess you could say, it put you in a place where it's, like, you wish, maybe you could go back in time and unsay those things. No. Oh, you don't wish that. Okay, I don't wish that. Good. See? No. See? That's good. I don't. Because it took me a lot of, like, contemplating. Before, for years. Yeah, for years. But then I had one conversation before I actually decided like the the switch flipped where I said like I'm gonna do it so whatever a couple episodes ago I mentioned like oh I'm gonna have I had this conversation with this person that's really close to me regarding something that somebody in her circle did to me when I was younger and I think with regards to humble I don't think that situation humbled me that conversation didn't humble me but I would want 
the absence that now is present, I want that to humble the absence that, that now is yeah. present. That's, yeah. that's deep. Because <laughs> No, it's true, though. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, because right, like maybe it it's not humbling at the moment for her because it's all still fresh. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, she's, they, I'm going to say, I'm not, I don't want, I already said she. But like, they're not making any effort to kind of reach out after everything. Um, and it's been it, it's it hasn't just been a couple months. It's been a year because like that relationship has been strained for a year. So time, it's going to do what it's going to do. And I just hope it humbles. And you, and you realize like, damn, this person that I loved all my life. Where are they now? Yeah. You know, that kind of sounds like you're grieving that. person. Oh, for sure. I feel like I've grieved so many people oh, that girl. are alive. Girl, but some people need to be humbled as well. And your absence is literally like the worst or the greatest gift, honestly, to someone. So when the time comes, she'll either be humbled or she will not be, but that's not your... uh, You did your part. Yeah, Yeah. you did your part in life. That's it. You crossed off your your bucket list. As much as, like, I've been tempted to just, like, you know, reach out, like, be the first one, because I'm always the first one. Like, if I don't reach out, then I feel like nobody would reach out. Then it's one-sided, yeah. Yeah, but I'm tired of doing that. So... That's one thing I'm going to take with me until I'm 80. I'm not, I'm going to take a step back. That's it. As you should. That kind of reminds me of of a situation. It didn't happen to me. Um, And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I had a family member who did something really bad to another family member. And they're basically siblings and haven't spoken in about 13 years Mm -hmm. because of what occurred. And I just like think all the time, like, how do these two people feel about each other? Like, they literally haven't spoken in 15 years. And, like, it just, I just remember that because it's like they grew up together so, so close, and one thing flipped and everything changed. <laughs> that like, sounds like me and, and my. Yeah. Like, one day to the next, like, time ticks, and it's like, oh shit, like, this person's no longer a part of your life. I think that the, the love or whatever connection that they had will always be there. But again, it's just like, at a distance like if they don't talk for years or they don't talk forever at the end of the day like you know love from afar yes I don't think I've reached that place where I love from afar at this point but I feel like time will do that so maybe time heals all I will say yeah I I've I especially with like my dad's side of the family like I you know I grew up a, a lot with them like closer to like closer to them than my mom's family but, you know, for certain circumstances and stuff like that, I literally had to just, like, distance myself from them. Especially my grandmother that I haven't, like, you know, that I'm supposed to be close to. I feel like I'm supposed to be close to, but I'm, I just, I had to distance myself and, like, I just had to love them from afar. I have a connection with them. I will always love them, but sería mejor de lejos. You got to protect mm-hmm. your peace. Yeah. 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 And I think also, just, like, touching back to what Ileana said, I just feel like, you know, and I think we can all relate to this and also, like, the audience. Like, you know, grieving someone who's still alive, I think, is top two the worst pains that you can fucking feel. Like, like you know, once you're grieving this someone who's already no down. longer here, <laughs> yeah, who's, like, no longer here, I'm not saying it's easier, but, like, you know that they're physically not here. Like, they're not physically walking this earth anymore. Like, you, mm-hmm. can, you can feel them around you and still have, that, like, you know, that small little pain, but, like, it's easier because they're not physically here. When you think that you're going to be with someone forever, have your family around forever, whoever it is, like someone so close to that, you know, will be with you forever until like the rest of your life and they're no longer with you and you're grieving that. They're I feel no like longer a part of your life. That mm-hmm. it literally is like 
I'm telling you, like, top two, like, the worst feelings ever because you know that they're still alive. You know that Mm -hmm. they're breathing. You know that they're walking around. And it's like you have to pretend that they are no longer here, like, or having to, like, convince yourself, like, they're dead. And that is the worst feeling. It is. I said that. And I actually, I think I told you the other day, we were having a conversation and basically the topic of grieving came up and and basically when you lose somebody the grieving process that we feel it's because we have all this love with nowhere to go yeah so when somebody again just to kind of confirm what you said when somebody's alive you have all this love and you have to force yourself not to give it's it it's like a brick wall yeah so you have to literally put those bricks up Build it and make sure not to make way to give that to them, to protect yourself. It's the worst. Yeah. (sighs) That just got dark. It did. (laughs) But on a lighter note, the fact that we're able to do that just shows how powerful bitches we are. I ain't a bitch. You a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's called, and I've been living on this term, emotional independence. And I feel like that's... That's very, I don't know. It, this is me again encouraging people to cry. Feel their feels. Oh, my God. When people try to just block their feelings about someone, about themselves, like, I do not encourage that because... All right, hold on. Let me cry real quick. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to, like, actually, like, force yourself right now. Um, I think emotional independence. I, just... I, I think that, and I think also emotional resiliency. Resi- is that resilience. <laughs> Fuck! Resiliency is a word, but resilience, emotional resilience. Another day, another vocabulary. <laughs> word. Yeah. She just anyway, corrected us again. No, I don't I don't think I have a word for you guys, but resilience and whatever it was that you said, yes. She literally zoned out when you were talking about No, <laughs> no, I just forgot the no, word. No, I said vocabulary. Independence. Independence and resilience, yes. Resiliency. Resilience. Look at Sarah. <sighs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I think we could close it out here. What do you guys think? I do agree. Elena, um, hit us with the rule of life. Today's rule of life is... Their <laughs> <laughs> audience, their their ears. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. I love that. Do you guys yeah, know where that's from? You told us and I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to make you watch the movie. Ah, uh, never mind. I thought it was a book. It's a song. <laughs> Bitch. Wrong and wrong. <laughs> anyways guys we are closing it out yes we are and as always follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify and youtube we put up um videos and our episodes come out every other friday so tune in for that again share this with everybody that you know we really appreciate everybody and with that being said we're out peace Peace, love, and happiness. Yes. What is it? The the posters that people put Imagination. in the kitchen?